Susul. Under the Plumbob, the podcast about all things related to the EA Maxis series of games called The Sims. We avoid the real world by talking about our made-up ones. Each episode, we're going to focus on several of rotating themes, including building, gameplay, lore, and more. In this episode, we have Team Llama, and we're here to talk to you about tiny houses in The Sims. My name is Roxy. Hey guys, I'm Melly. I am Jane. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm just like, I don't know what to say. And this is also, building is not my forte. So this topic is like, I'm just going to let everybody else talk. And if I have anything insightful to say, then I will say it. But (laughs) yeah. That's cool, Jane. Not everybody's a builder. I'm like, really not a great builder, but I pretend to be occasionally. See, but at least you try. I don't even try. I gave up on this whole tiny house thing. I I gave up halfway through. I was just like, I can't do this. This is too small. (laughs) And it's funny because, you know, as a non-builder, I thought, you know, building a tiny house would be easier. And it's not. It's way harder when you're restricted like that. But I thought, you know, maybe some restriction would make it easier and it just was not. So it was interesting to try it. Yeah, I think that's relatable for a lot of people. We at least have a builder on our team. Thank goodness. Raise his hand slowly. (laughs) Yes, Melly. My time to shine is here. You were very inspired by this challenge. Tell us what you did. So in preparation for our tiny house episode, I decided to build not one, not two, but eight tiny houses. Um, I got that lot in Newcrest, the 50 by 40, and decided to build a little trailer park sort of thingy. Took me about two to three days. It was a pain in my butt, <laughs> but I did it. I persevered. Right, yeah. And here we are. Eight. I can't even imagine. It's so exciting, though. It was. I was so glad when I finished it. I texted everyone. I did it. I finished. No one knew what I was talking about. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do that a lot. Like, with my non-Sims playing friends every once in a while, I'll put, like, a Sims, you know, screenshot on my personal Facebook. Nobody knows, you know, what they what the Sims even is, except for, like, the three friends that I have who play it, you know. And then I'm just like, well, this is the dog I made. It's a hybrid between a corgi and a golden retriever. And it looks really weird. But look how cute it is at the same time. Like... Just really dumb things like that. So, you know, whenever I do like a challenge or something, I'm just like, I'm going to keep this to myself because it would take too much time to explain. So I admire your willingness to reach out to all the non-Sims people in your life. I just needed a high five. It was a long road. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand that completely. I mean, they might not have understood, but I do. I, I feel you. Cause We're here like for I you. Said, like I said, I couldn't even do this challenge. You know, I couldn't even do one tiny house. So I'm amazed that you did more than one. That's crazy. Yeah, so in case you're really confused right now, what is a tiny house? Well, there's this phenomenon going on in the real world um, called tiny houses. There's no set definition about how big they are or how small they are, but they're generally under 500 square feet. Um, and there are a lot of reality shows focusing on building and or moving into a tiny home. Not a lot on like how long they manage to live in the house and whether they're actually happy laid down the line. 
But, you know, if you want to look this up, there's some shows like uh, Tiny House Hunters, Tiny House Big Living, Tiny House Nation. I don't know. And I found that this uh, movement is popular among a wide range of people. So millennials that are just starting out and those of the older generations that are looking to downsize. They're all sort of dissatisfied with the uh, typical McMansion that people associate with the American dream. And they're like, screw that. Let's just get something small and affordable and make it work. Keyword affordable. Exactly. Like some people are in it just for that. Um, And this kind of trickled down to the Sims uh, on the Sims forum. There's a mini micro house challenge and they seem to have like several different themes that they had. Um, There weren't a lot of hard rules. And then somebody went and made a tiny living challenge that had some more like specific rules that you may or may not choose to follow. (laughs) The house house for that build is five by five on the grid. So no more than like 25 spaces and you can arrange them any way you want. And then you get a certain number of spaces for landscaping in addition to that, but you're supposed to do all your actual living inside the house. You can't just like grill everything outside or whatever. So it's pretty darn challenging. I tried making a house by those rules and I got really frustrated and angry (laughs) and I stopped playing for a while. And then I went away and was like, I'm just going to copy the floor plans of actual tiny houses and not worry about sticking to that tiny little grid. Right. See, and I can't even build if there's like an actual real life floor plan involved. Believe me, I have tried because there's some really cool floor plans out there, like not just tiny houses, but, you know, I looked at like all these cool like mansions and things and I'm like, I want to build this house and it just it doesn't work for me. And I just I just go to the gallery and I say, what's popular now? And then I just download everything. So not a builder like at all, but I'm liking that everyone else tried it because I was just sitting there going, this is really cool. I wish I could do this, but I guess I'll just live through other people. Yeah, you're not alone there. (laughs) One of the hardest things is uh, roofs, doing roofs in the Sims 4. Yes, I can never figure that out because it's like my first impulse is to just put down a roof piece and then just stretch it out. And it's like, that looks weird, but I don't know how else to do it. So I've seen people that like do amazing roofs and I'm just hitting her like, how did you do that? Why does my roof look like this? Yeah, I miss the auto roof. Yeah, my yes. all, all my roofs, they come out looking like basically like ski slopes. Like it's really bad. They just go like straight down just like, look <laughs> funny and I'm just like Ugh. there's a roof uh, option when you're building it to like make it skinny I don't know who would want a roof like that <laughs> or make it really fat yeah I was gonna ask you if you could make me a little uh, village of mushroom houses oh no wrong person <laughs> <laughs> oh you know I'll have to ask Marissa Marissa on team Cowplant. she's told me that she likes doing roofs and I had her fix the roof on at least one of my floor pl- my little house builds and she says she likes it. She says it's like solving a puzzle. Hey, Marissa, if you're listening, I have eight houses that could use your help. <laughs> Thank you. I might have to hit her up, too, because because I need to, you know, get these all these ideas I have need to finally come to fruition. And it just hasn't happened yet. So I may need her assistance as well. But now I know who to go to. So, yeah, that's great. I feel like the roofs are the cherry on top of a, like a Sunday Everything will look nice, but if that cherry does not sit on that ice cream well, it just ruins the whole ice cream. 
Yeah. Right. Although when you're actually playing, you don't even notice the roof. Yeah. True. It's like it only matters on the gallery. (laughs) That's the sad part. It's like we put all this effort into certain parts of these builds or even certain sims or whatever. And it's like at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter. Because when you're playing with them, you don't see, you know, the back of their hairstyle or the roof on the house or whatever. It's like whatever, you know. Oh, tangent. Have you ever put a certain top on a sim or dress or anything like that and then be like yeah i've seen that tons of time before i like it i use it all the time and then you turn the sim around and you realize the back's fancy or something yes all the time i'm like why don't i look at the back more often i miss the mirror because that was really helpful right especially with custom content it's like sometimes i download it and i think i know what i'm getting but in reality i've only looked at the first preview image which is the image that usually shows the front of the shirt or the pants or whatever so in the back you know it could be like low rise whatever and it's like maybe i don't want that you know bizarre old pockets <laughs> exactly like rhinestone 90s or was that the 90s where everybody had rhinestones on their pants i think mid 2000s i can ah. recall middle school with my little rhinestone but no one needed to see it but it was there <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> oh man yeah there's one top that i turned around and i was like oh it's not like lacy and fancy back here who knew it's a whole other world is it the tank top from Backyard Stuff? It probably is. The, that one that goes like it's low rise in the back and then it has like that lace detail and it's all cute. Yeah, yeah I do have that, I like one. that one. So yeah, that's uh, the tiny... Oh, um, so there's a Twitch streamer named Simarchy and she does a lot of builds and a lot of like furnish me and she'll do house tours of things where people, her viewers go in and like do a... Re- uh, a furnishing on a house. But anyway, um, she did a little let's play of a tiny house in the sim. I don't know where she got this idea from, but she did a challenge that unlike the, uh, the tiny living challenge is more of like a micro legacy challenge. I think you go to like the third generation, but in this case, she just didn't even do a legacy challenge, which was, it's always nice to find a challenge that isn't about the, you know, breeding children and raising children. Cause you know, that can get repetitive. So in this challenge, she just said that her sim wasn't allowed to leave the lot or really leave the house until she earned 100,000 simoleons. Hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And so I gave that a shot earlier this week. How'd that go? It took me about three and a half sim weeks. Wow. And the funny thing is, like, my sim was doing painting and publishing books. Mm-hmm. And she got up to, like, level four celebrity. And my actual, like, let's get at my actual Get Famous Let's Play, they haven't even gotten to level two. So it was kind of funny. Can we talk about how hard it is to get your fame up? <laughs> oh my God. It's not even that it's hard to like raise your fame. It's that it's hard to keep it that way. It decays so fast. And I'm just like, oh my God. I think you have to pretty much make it your life's goal to like update your Sims post, your Sim status constantly. Exactly. Do nothing else. But then you get that dumb um, phone quirk, and I'm like, no. Yeah, the the quirks the quirks are bad. I think there's some cheats out that you can affect the quirks. I mean, they're fun, but they're also annoying. Right, that's fair. I think it's good to talk about Get Famous, because some people are still on the fence about getting it. So, what quirks have you gotten so far? Uh, I got the one where 
I think it's like if you look in the mirror too much. I can't remember what it's <laughs> called, but my sim, one of my sims is now obsessed with looking at herself in the mirror. And I'm like, oh my God, why? Yeah, that's so not fair for the actors that are trying to just practice their lines. Right. It's the worst. Like, she's not, she wasn't even, and this was Vanessa from the actual pack. And she wasn't even trying to, you know, be vain or anything. She was literally just trying to raise her level in the acting career. And then all of a sudden she has this like weird quirk where now she's obsessed with her appearance. And it's like, ah, because <laughs> that's so not who she is, you know, in, in my head anyway. Yeah. So I'm just like, way to ruin my vision, Sims. Jeez, come on. Yeah, get out of my head cannon. Yeah, right. You're disrupting my head cannons. Why must you do this? I keep getting the booty one where she will only eat expensive food. Wow. And I'm like, I'm a chef. I'm trying to like make something of myself and I can't even eat my own food because <laughs> it's not good. So it's just sad. And yeah, I've been getting that one too. And I hate it because it's like my Sims won't eat microwave dinners anymore. And it's like you have two children and a wife and two dogs and you won't eat your freaking chicken nuggets or whatever. And it's like... How much time do you think you have every day to cook? Yeah, I know. I have that. And I'm like, no, don't go get that quick meal. You're not going to like it. You ate cereal, now your whole day is ruined. <laughs> right, exactly. Don't go eat that cereal. You're going to hate it. And How will you go on? Oh, the life of the celebrity. Everything will fall apart for the day. Yeah, and I've gotten the phone quirk too, which I haven't found right. to be too annoying. Because for a while, the regular game had people on their phones constantly. But I feel like... That got better with some of the recent patches. So maybe it's like, I've been here before, I can deal with it. Yeah, the phone quirk, oddly enough, that's the only one that I haven't gotten. And I'm sure there's other ones that, you know, I don't know about. But Oh, yeah, there's one where um, you get, uh, you're like, I forget how it's worded. It's like, you, oh, your phone number leaked. Ooh. And so you'll get, you get random calls and some of them are positive, but some of them are negative. <laughs> Yeah, I keep getting random calls asking, you know, my sim, hey, do you want to go on a blind date with so-and-so? And And it's like, uh, no, I'm married, but thanks. (laughs) There's one that's like, I just need one lock of hair to finish my shrine to you. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. I've got that one, too. And I was like, what is this? I was like, ooh, creepy. Ew. That's that's so gross. (laughs) But then occasionally you get someone calling you that's like, oh, you're my favorite actor. I look up to you so much. Aw. So... So back to tiny houses, we do have a little bit of feedback from our research team that was able to squeeze in some time to, (laughs) no pun intended, to play with tiny houses. Um, I'll just read Rebecca's. She wrote, um, as someone who just wants to jump in with gameplay, I do rather like this type of building, in parentheses, until I want my sim to have kids and it's annoying. I always want my Sims to have big houses, but I download from the gallery because I'm so bad at filling empty spaces, so I love this. Enough room for a mini kitchen, living room, and dining area on the ground floor, while the first floor could fit a double bed, mini bathroom, and a computer in. So as someone who hates building, I really enjoyed it. I'm trying the Simarchy challenge, so I'm mostly making my Sim a writer because those royalties can be high. True. With Harvest Fest, I've used the free seeds to plant some flowers and make that extra cash, so that's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I like that. When I did the Simarchy challenge, I I went in and was like, all right, starting out, I'm going to just get as far as I can in aspirations to keep myself from getting bored. So I started her with the painter aspiration, got up to the point where she wanted to go to a museum. And I was like, well, that's not happening. You're stuck at home. So then I switched over to a different aspiration. I don't remember. I think it was the writing one. And so I had paintings and writing and paintings and writing. And I uh, used the perk system to get the celebrity serum so that I could 
drink the celebrity serum, which gives you a, a, a boost on learning skills temporarily. So I do that to boost her raising the writing skill really fast. So I got that up to 10. Nice. And then after I got that maxed and had a lot of royalties coming in, I had her go back to painting. So yeah, it added up pretty fast. I think writing was actually more lucrative, yeah. but some of those masterpieces bring in a lot of money. Yeah, the master. I've I've found that painting and gardening for me have been the two fastest ways to make a bunch of money. I don't know about anyone else, but once you get that dragon fruit planted, it's like whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was limited because you couldn't leave the house, so I was limited right. a little bit on. Um, I did let her scavenge a little bit because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, if I keep doing this, I'll go into gardening, but I never play long enough to really do that. All right, so vanity says. Okay, so I did this challenge, and I never do build challenges. We can relate. I can't build for shite. (laughs) But it transported me back. I know, like Texas girl said shite. Uh, Transported me back to simpler times in Sims 1, when my Sims all had tiny houses because I was poor. So I didn't use any cheats, and I made the crappiest smallest house ever. Found out that stairs still annoy me, even on the outside of houses, and all of my houses will forever be one story. My sim is a starving, sometimes literally, artist. She mostly paints outside, since there isn't much room inside for her easel. So far, it hasn't been too bad weather-wise, but winter is coming. I'm I'm going to have to conquer my fear of stairs and make her an upper floor. Vanity, it sounds like your sim doesn't have a bedroom. <laughs> right. I'm worried for her. She just has a sleeping bag outside. I think that's against the rules. No, but that sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like fun and stress mixed together, which isn't that the sims in a nutshell? I mean, really. Yes, that's what we're here for. <laughs> a little bit of an escape from real life stress with some fake stress that you can cheat if you get really stressed. If it gets too bad, you just hit that mother load or... <laughs> exactly. Or the fill needs or whatever, yeah. Yeah. I think that's our hobby in a nutshell. Yep. So we even had a little bit of input from Melissa, our wonderful uh, tech guru who gets all these episodes recorded for you. She's trying to be a purist and, like Melly, building eight 5 by 5 houses on a gigantic lot, which sounds so intimidating. I'm really impressed. <laughs> Um, and then let's see, she moved out her hundred baby challenge Sims and she's gonna, I guess, oh, it's the lots to house her hundred baby, the hundred babies as they age into adulthood and need to go somewhere else. So yeah, each tiny space is a puzzle between fitting in all the necessities and creating a unique style for each. I'd be interested to hear uh, how you handled that, Melly. Like, how did you decide on a style to differentiate the houses, or are they all the same? They're all different styles. Um, I looked up actual houses in my area <laughs> and kind of copied what those houses look like. Cool. That, that sounds like fun. So which one was, like, kind of your favorite look? I have one that looks like a boathouse, um, and it's very, like, homey-looking, but also kind of like a vacation house. That's my personal favorite. Yeah, kind of like a lake house? Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Well, I can't judge because it's mine, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all have favorites, yeah. That's fun. I'm trying to think. I went on and uh, found some tiny house floor plans, like I said, from craftmart.com. I went scrolling through that. The first one is like 
this little Tudor cottage in a fairy tale style. And I immediately said, nope, <laughs> those roofs <laughs> looks way too complicated. But I'm hoping to pass that one on to Marissa at some point. And then there's this like pretty simple boxy, like Southwest style house. So that was the first one I made in Oasis Springs, of course. Nice. And it turned out pretty good. And then I did like a modern house that I put in Brimbleton Bay on the island, of course. And then the last one I built was a Victorian style that I put in um, Brin- uh, I'm sorry. What are those places called? Brindleton Bay is the pets one. That's where I put the last house. The other one was in um, Windenburg. I don't know the names of the Sims family. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I wish I wish I had built something though. I wish I had been successful in that endeavor because I was just sitting there thinking, I gotta build something. And I got about halfway through a house and I was like, I can't do this because this looks weird and it's so weird to be this restricted. It's even harder than, you know, building this big box that I did for my 100 baby challenge. Um, it's just, it's bad. So I tried, but I have nothing to add, unfortunately. It was really challenging in places like if I didn't have something to follow for inspiration, I was totally lost. See, and I should have done that, but I tried like looking at floor plans and I just immediately got overwhelmed. And- well, after the first two, they kind of get easy. Like you start establishing a pattern of how things will fit and what goes where. Right. And after that, it's just the exterior that really needs creativity and the stupid roofs. I hate roofs. Have I mentioned how much I don't like roofs? Yeah, I don't like them either. I don't like them. <laughs> because the only way I know how to fit them onto a house is to, like, stretch it out. Like, stretch the roof out and then, like, m- kind of mold it to the shape of the house. And it always just looks weird. And I don't know another way to do it. So, I'm just like, ugh. So, it's bad. <laughs> Melly, were you able to fit in any double beds in your layouts? Yeah, I'm honestly curious about that. Like, how do you even fit a bedroom? Like, everything else, like, the kitchen I could see, you know, bathroom, easy. You just put a toilet and a shower. But then, like, the bedrooms, what do you even do? How does that work? I have one house that could fit it, but I decided to keep it safe. And they're all single beds. So, no, couples can live in my compound. I apologize. <laughs> It's the perfect cult compound. I must have it. Exactly my idea going into this. I kind of felt bad because all of the houses have no entertainment. So they have a whole park slash rec area where they have their little laundry place, a whole bowling alley. So it makes up for it, I guess, because they can go bowling on their own house. But that's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. There's actually something I found. It totally fell into my Facebook feed by an accident today. It's an article from August and it's about um, a basically like charity group working with the city in Seattle. And it was, um, they built a bunch of tiny houses as temporary shelters for the homeless. And it was all built by women, this particular one. And it's called uh, Whittier Heights Village. It's got 15 colorful tiny houses, each 100 square feet. So obviously it's just for like sleeping and personal care. And then there's a common building with a kitchen, bathrooms, and laundry. And I'm like, that's what Melly did. It's like, (laughs) we're so keyed into real life with our stupid game. So I just think that's a really cool idea. And you know, I would just say, like, if you feel like giving back to the world today after listening to this, you know, see if you can donate something to a food pantry or some other group that helps the homeless, since 
I believe in destiny and that's why this must have come across right. my desk, right? And see, I live I live near Seattle. I live near Seattle. You'd think I would have heard about this, but no. <laughs> no, it's really cool. It sounds like they have several other communities in the Seattle area for the with this purpose, but this one is the one that was went built by women. So very cool. I kinda wanna change my name from a cult one to something more positive now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well go for it. You could have a whole story about different people living on your your lot and what they're trying to do with their lives. You could find all the homeless sims in your world and put them in there. The homeless dogs and cats. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, my my only problem is that I can't have all the sims on one lot because then I'll have to control them. True. No, you don't. It's called the Asylum Challenge. You don't have to control them. <laughs> Well, I'll have their little pictures like on the bottom of my screen. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle that. It's too much yeah, pressure. Too stressful. I'd want to like check in on them, and I can't do that. That would be kind of a fun twist on the asylum challenge. Like, don't say it's like uh, you know a mental health facility. Say it's like a, a halfway house with people trying to get back on their feet, yeah. and you can only control one sim that's helping them. A wellness lot. Yeah. And the sim that you control is like the program director or something like that. Yeah, or like somebody who's more advanced in the program and is just helping out the newer people. We're so positive today. I'm very proud of us. (laughs) (laughs) We're full of that New Year's enthusiasm. We've all set our resolutions. We're going to totally slam dunk them. (laughs) New Year, less crazy. (laughs) God, please. Right? mood oh yeah if you were gonna make a new year's resolution what would it be um be less stressed about things i can't control that's a big one that's a worthy goal yeah that's a good one i think mine is gonna be to stop being so emotional because i cry about everything and i hate it i'm such a cry baby i need to stop (laughs) oh you know, there are some people that can't cry that wish they could. They can have my tears. I have way too many of them. I think just this morning I was crying because my dog looks so cute laying next to me. And I'm like, no, Aww. I can't do this anymore. I can't lift this that's, away. That's a valid reason to cry, though. If your dog looks so cute, you just can't handle it. Like, I guess. Were they, were they happy tears? Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. You're, like, in touch with your emotions, but it's always fine to want to be more in control. That's fine, too. I'm a too I'm too into my emotions. I need to, like, back up a little bit. <laughs> Give myself some breathing room. Right. That sounds good. Uh, I'm just trying to get to the gym. That, too. Like, a couple times a week. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it's, like, just having a little bit of physical activity you know, it's not about burning more than I take in for me. It's about like just giving myself some personal space and time to focus on myself. And like, it just kind of hits my reset button. Yeah, I just want to be fit. I went to a trampoline house yesterday and I jumped like for five minutes and I was dying after that. <laughs> I'm like, no, I am a young 24 year old. I should not be this tired for jumping. That, so. that's that's so fun though like <laughs> it was probably worth it right i mean uh, it was so much fun but this morning i woke up in so much pain <laughs> so yeah we hope you are having luck with your resolutions and that you're also positive about 2019 we'll be here every other week you get team llama and on the off weeks you get team cow plant 
Uh, here's what something I want to tell you. Like we're coming up on a couple of very special episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about real life. So I guess this is our little like tiptoe into that. Shit, somebody gets serious. Exactly. We're going to have a couple of very special episodes where we get more into real life issues um, about, you know, the way ways that we play the Sims that kind of tie into real life or help us deal with real life. Team Llama is going to be talking uh, from the perspective of representation. So showing different types of people and communities and relationships in the Sims for, you know, everything from disabilities to transgender to LGBTQ plus and team Cowplant is going to be focusing a little more on the subject of mental health and how you can use the Sims to cope with real life. I'm sure there'll be some overlap. So we hope you'll join us because we're going to be discussing all the ways in which the Sims really helps us on a level above and beyond that of an average video game. It's good to hear about people that are going through the same things. Exactly. Exactly. Like a little bit of seriousness and then we'll get right back to our absurd history and building and gameplay stories. We are so pleased that you've joined us and that you're going to subscribe and tell your friends and continue to listen to our, our program. You can find us on lots of places on social media. We are on uh, Instagram and Twitter as PlumbobCast. We're on Reddit as Plumbob Podcast. On Facebook and Tumblr is Under the Plumbob Podcast. And we have a, a website. We're so fancy. Aren't we? Yeah. Undertheplumbob.com. We're also on Twitch and YouTube. There should be a CC tutorial by Marissa on how to find and install custom content in The Sims 4 up on our YouTube channel, which you can find it. I have a short link. It's uh, Well, if you search up Plumbob Podcast, it's there. And we have links in the notes. And then you can find us on Twitch at Under the Plumbob Podcast, which we're still working on developing content for that since that's a live stream situation. I think Melly was interested in maybe doing a building live stream. Maybe a tiny house built live stream thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Maybe even just showing us around your village too. Oh, that too. Village tour, cult tour. Yeah. Um, I'd be down for that. So once we get, if we get a date for that, we'll definitely shout it out on our, our social media, probably like, you know, daily to remind you when it's coming up. You can subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We are everywhere including itunes stitcher TuneIn, spotify google play and more if you have a place you want us to be listed just let us know so we're immensely thankful to our writing and research team everybody who tried to build a small house a tiny house who built a tiny house who played a tiny house let's play challenge uh, we're just thankful for everyone who contributes to the show and i think it may be a shorter episode, but it's a tiny house. What do you expect? Tiny house, tiny episode. Exactly. <laughs> I guess, uh, Melly, Jane, if we're finished, we're going to have to go back to the real world. All right. I guess. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, take it easy. Enjoy your house in or out of your tiny house. Enjoy your house. Enjoy your week. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? Enjoy your house. Be, be tiny. Big or small. Don't discriminate. <laughs>